3: I will call upon you to do a service for me.
2: Play the Godfather.
3: Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the show. Um, We are on the air from 1 until 4. And then if you miss anything, and you shouldn't miss anything today. Some days maybe you could miss a segment here or there. Not today. It's it's going to be all good stuff. And after 4 o'clock, it becomes a podcast. Uh, John Kobelt show on demand on the iHeart app. This hour, this should be uh, entertaining as we, we delve into it. Um, uh, in a little while, there is a grand comical soap opera going on at the very top of the El Segundo Times. Um, the family that owns the El Segundo Times, is at war with the newsroom. The news editor, the executive editor, quit uh, about two weeks ago. And it looks like there is there are all kinds of terrible problems festering. And uh, uh, the, it's just, it's dying. The place is dying financially. Uh, it seems that uh, Patrick Sun the owner, is sick of losing money. Uh, he has blown about a billion dollars and has got nothing to show for it. If he sold it tomorrow, I don't know if he would get more than 10 bucks, maybe less. His wife is certainly upset with all the money they've spent. And the daughter, who's become almost like the de facto newsroom editor, (laughs) while she attends school in Europe, she controls the newsroom through tweets. And she's so far left, she thinks the newsroom is too conservative. To boil it down so it's 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 gotten hysterical and i was i was planning to talk about this at the start of the show right because it's such a rich story and then i found out this morning that the los angeles times had endorsed george Gascone for re-election as la county district attorney I'm not making this up. How many times do we do stories and I have to say, I'm not making this up? Uh, they published this yesterday. And uh, I'm glad I missed this yesterday. It would have ruined my Sunday. Um, this is the Times editorial board. I, I like, and there's a lot of members of the editorial board. And I like how they're they're so cowardly. Nobody signs their name to these things. So when they write something really stupid, they could always blame it on somebody else. No, no I didn't write that one. I, I, it wasn't me. Uh, George Gascon was elected. I, this is what they wrote. George Gascon was elected Los Angeles County District Attorney in 2020, a convulsive year in which Americans' lives were upended by the pandemic and public confidence in the criminal justice system was shaken by the murder of George Floyd. The latter led to a reckoning over racial inequity in arrests, prosecutions, and punishments. Voters wanted Gascon to set a corrective course while keeping people safe. Well, I, I I I don't know what you should. I don't know why you need a corrective course. The purpose is to arrest, prosecute, and punish criminals because they actually committed a crime. Nobody's ever explained to me what the color of anybody's skin has to do with being guilty of a crime. Either you committed the crime, and the county can prove it, or you didn't commit the crime, or they can't prove it. It doesn't matter about the color of your skin, or your eyes, or your hair, or how many fingers you have. None of that matters. It's, did you do it, and can we prove it? And again, I'm not not aware. There's very few people wrongfully convicted. You can look it up. It's a a very small number. And there's an extensive appeals process in this country. And it takes a very long time to actually convict somebody and make it stick. Um, Secondly, I'm not aware of a lot of criminals running around who were not arrested because of their color. I, I'm not I'm not aware of those cases. Where the cops knew somebody had done something. And uh, is there any proof of that? No, there isn't. I'm sure it happens. But again, it's extremely rare. Everything in life happens. And most of it's extremely rare. What happened in 2020 was just mass hysteria. We know that now. When you end up with um, a police chief, Michael Moore. And a mayor, Eric Garcetti kneeling in front of blm protesters while the jewish businesses in fairfax are burning 88 businesses burned and our leaders were kneeling you can only describe that as a massive mass nervous breakdown a, a a psychotic break from reality and that's what 2020 was um he goes on to, I'm sorry, the editorial board goes on to say about Gascone, he is doing what he promised and doing it well. Despite intense and dishonest backlash from opponents inside his office and among right wing politicians and pundits across the nation, L.A. County voters would be wise to reject the nonsense and keep Gascone on the job and criminal justice reform in its place. Falsehoods about his policies and about the apocalyptic landscape that Los Angeles has supposedly become because of them are widespread. So much so that the voters who supported him three and a half years ago may have forgotten why. You know, I live on the West Side. Uh, I know uh, mostly people who vote Democratic. Uh, Almost all of them are afraid to go out at night. To go to a restaurant. To go to a shopping mall, nobody wants to go downtown. Really, you try. To, you try to ask your your friends, "Hey, you want to meet downtown for dinner?" Ah! No, they don't, because and, and, and because all the homeless people are in the streets, and they are crazed. Angry, mental patients. You don't know who has weapons. You don't know when they're going to snap and jump on you. And then you have the guard variety criminals doing their smash and grab routines. Nobody wants to eat dinner on the sidewalk. And, And if you do, you certainly can't wear jewelry that's of any value or a watch or a necklace. And you have to be careful what kind of car you drive and where you park the car. And I can tell you that's about as universal as any other topic that you can bring up with people the un and and the and and the farther you get out of for me the west side the the worse it gets then i have friends who own guns i have friends who are carrying around some kind of defense weapon on them whether it's a taser or pepper spray i i it's it's pervasive throughout the city and it's because when you don't prosecute criminals uh there's a tremendous amount of repeat crime now that is the reality And the Los Angeles Times editorial board flat out lies. And their dodge is, we don't see the statistics on this. Well, out in the real world, if you talk, well, first of all, you go into stores, and now you see lots of stuff locked up behind glass or plastic cases. And you've got to get an employee to open up the case so you can get the item out. That is increasingly more pervasive. Because the stores, the management is told not to make a fuss, don't call the police, certainly don't interrupt the robbery or the shoplifting, the theft, whatever they call it. Don't interrupt it. Let the guy go take it. We're just going to spend some money and install the plastic cases, and you'll all be given keys. And that's just the way life is going to be. And of course, the customers say, "Well, the hell with this! I'm going to just order on Amazon," which is which is what I do. I can't I can't spend time. I cannot. I had to do this up in San Francisco uh, last year. I went to San Francisco, uh, and I we had to stop for something. I went into my, like a, a drugstore. I forget which chain, and I couldn't buy anything because everything was locked up in San Francisco. You think it's bad here in San Francisco? It's unbelievable. And it took me about 20 minutes to buy one item, and I said uh, never again. If this is how people here want to live, well, that's their city. But I'm not living this way. I am not going to, because you know, because they hardly have any employees at these drugstores and you end up just chasing your tail. This is what Gascon brought us because he doesn't prosecute, right? 14,000 prosecutions. He didn't follow through on. And when it was brought up on the debate, he didn't deny it. He did not deny it. Uh. Let's see, where am I on time? He's the only L.A. County District Attorney, perhaps ever, to step in the job after learning the ropes in a parallel post in another county. He was the DA of San Francisco. Other prosecutors may know the courtroom. Gascon knows the system. Boy, that's a clever twist. Gascon has never prosecuted a case. Never. He's never been in the courtroom as a prosecutor. Never. Is a clever way. This is this is what bias is. This is what misdirection is. This is what propaganda is. Well, other prosecutors may know the courtroom. Gascon knows the system. Yeah, know the courtroom. I got more on this uh, when we come back. Uh, this is re-elect George Gascon as L.A. County District Attorney. That's the headline of the L.A. Times endorsement.
2: We'll talk more. John Cobelt Show. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're going through
3: the shocking endorsement by the uh, El Segundo Times re-elect George Gascombe as L.A. County D.A. Yes. <laughs> After three and a half years and all the criminals that were not prosecuted or let loose early, all the people who got harmed, all the stuff that's been stolen, all the vagrants that have been allowed on the street harassing and menacing and urinating and defecating and creating all kinds of mayhem. After all that for three and a half years, the worst district attorney in American history and the LA Times says, no, 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 everything has worked out beautifully. He's done exactly what he said he would do. They want more of it. They actually want more. What? I, L.A. voters picked him. This is their writing, picking up where I left off. L.A. voters picked him because he correctly saw the self-defeating nature of a system that does not know when to stop punishing. <laughs> we were we were punishing too long. Hmm. Studying the data. They really have a fetish for corrupted false data. They think that they can lord the word data or the word statistics over you or research over you as long as it comes from somebody with a credential from one of their fair minded universities. They have that. It's like, well, we automatically win the argument. We have statistics, we have data, we have science and research. And this researcher has come from, uh, I don't know, Harvard? Like the Harvard resident? Yeah. Uh, studying the data, Gascon C- realized that punishment must be properly dosed, like medicine. Too much for too long, the numbers show, and the imprisoned offender is broken instead of corrected. Loses the ability to responsibly re-enter society and becomes more likely to reoffend. Boy, is that an inverted universe. Actually, you let him out early. And he's going to reoffend sooner. They're not giving him. They're a, a bad guy who steals stuff. If you don't give him a sentence or it's really short, as soon as he's out again, he's going to steal stuff. That's what he does. If they sell drugs, they're going to keep selling drugs. If they steal stuff, they're going to keep stealing stuff because it's lucrative for them. They make money. It's not even a moral decision for them. It's a business decision. And then there, then there's the crowd that, that is just violent because their brains are, are disordered. You can't, you can't fix disordered brains. There's nothing you can do. You lock them up so they don't hurt other innocent people. Gascon's policies seek the most fitting rather than the longest sentences. This smart approach was such a departure from older failed strategies that the MAGA right promptly distorted into a false narrative. Oh, for God's sakes, there isn't a MAGA right that's of any force in L.A. County. What the hell is he talking about? Good Lord. The the phenomenon of imprisoning people, has endangered all of us for far too long. It has perpetuated multi-generational racial inequities by disproportionate locking up black and Latino Angelenos. Again, it doesn't matter what the color of the perpetrator is or the color of their parents. What matters is whether they committed the crime and they can't commit further crimes as long as you lock them up. That's the purpose here. There, there, There is no rehabilitation in jail or prison. That's a fiction. It doesn't go on. We had a district attorney on last year, and when I mentioned, what do they do in their so-called rehab programs? And she laughed. She laughed. Because there's no such thing. There's nothing that's effective. They, The LA Times actually wrote, the argument that Gascone is lax or lenient on crime simply does not hold up to the facts. The various crime surges in the last few years, get a load of this, wrongly attributed to Gascon, occurred nationwide and have largely abated. Prosecutorial policies have no short term effect on crime. You got that? So when you constantly arrest somebody, you let them out with no bail, and then they go out and steal again that day, and then the day after, and the day after, that has no effect on crime. That is such a preposterous, ludicrous statement. If you arrest somebody and you don't put him in jail, Then they're going to steal again the next day, and they do, especially when you can steal up to $950, and no shop owner even reports those crimes anymore. They just call to get those plastic cases installed so they get lock up merchandise behind a lock and key. Gascon is the right DA in the right place at the right time. Voters were right to pick him in 2020. You know, these are a lot of assertions. (laughs) It's like, well, he was the right man. It was the right time. Uh, Voters are right. They just declare something. Because we say so. And completely ignore the mayhem that we're all afraid of. And I guarantee you the employees at the El Segundo Times feel the same way. Unless they're making a big salary and they have, um, they're hiding in some suburban bubble far away. I, I, you know, all these, all these writers and editors work from home now. We, we found out in one of these stories about uh, the collapse of the Times, which I'm going to get to next, is that um, nobody, uh, everybody is uh, working from home. The office is still closed since 2020 because of COVID. If somebody does go to the office, they still have to wear a mask. Uh, Patrick Soon-Shiong never reopened the offices. So all these people uh, write these editorials safely from their home offices, probably in uh, suburbs that are far removed from all the insanity on the streets of the city. I, I, I can't imagine how you could be so ignorant of the fear that everyone has of the real street crime that goes on constantly. I, I, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's a mental illness is what it is. Uh, when we come back, the Hollywood Reporter, uh, has the real inside story about the Sun Xiong family, who apparently a number of members, uh, would, would, would like to, uh, would like to sell the paper or, um. Or find the paper too right wing for their political taste. Seriously, I'm not making this up. Let me run
4: this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash i heart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms
2: like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year
3: He scored. Go to Blinds.com
1: for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640.
3: Moistline uh, coming up on Friday, 877-MOIST86. Why don't you call now? Maybe you have an opinion on the L.A. Times endorsing George Gascon. 877-MOIST-86. And on, if you want to go to our social media, it's at John Cobelt Radio. At John Cobelt Radio. One more thing to promote. Tonight at 6 o'clock, Fox 11 is hosting a debate for California U.S. Senator. And it's going to be carried live here on KFI at 6 it's going to be Democrats Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and Barbara Lee, and Republican Steve Garvey, former famous Los Angeles Dodger. And that's six o'clock tonight. It'll be on KFI. On TV, it's Fox 11, uh, Politico, and uh, the USC has partnered to uh, sponsor the debate. So listen to that or watch that. Uh, all right, let's go on to the Hollywood Reporter. There, there's a number of stories about the uh, L.A. Times uh, falling apart. Uh, I mean, this is serious. They, they, they could go out of business or they could shrink dramatically. Um, it, it all started about two weeks ago when an executive, the executive editor Kevin Morita, resigned. He still had another five months on his contract, and for the uh, El Segundo Times, it was a big hire. He was considered one of the top. Editors in the country, he'd worked at the Washington Post, he'd worked for ESPN, 66 years old, and he didn't want to come to L.A., but he was given quite a uh, package, and I'll describe that uh, payment package, and uh, when you hear what they were paying and giving him, you might say, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, anyway, Marita, uh, he had to make a, a decision back in October. After uh, the Hamas terrorists barged into Israel and killed 1,200 men, women, and children, uh, hacking up their bodies, raping the women, taking hundreds of hostages back to Gaza, there was an uproar over all the negative coverage of Hamas and the Palestinians, the people of Gaza. And 36, not six, not 26, but 36, three dozen so-called journalists at the L.A. Times wrote an open letter denouncing the paper's coverage. Apparently, they thought it was a little too harsh on Hamas, too supportive of Israel's suffering. You believe it? It was so bad. Now, understand the executive editor of the LA Times. He's, he's, yeah, you have to be fairly left wing just to get the job, right? It's not like they were trying to, you know, hire Sean Hannity to be the editor of the paper. So he's a left wing guy. But what he, when he read that letter, he said, no, no, we can't do this. We can't have a public letter by 36 newsroom employees denouncing our coverage and demanding that Hamas be treated better. So he basically suspended them from covering the war. None of the thirty-six could, none of them could. No, they could no longer write or edit or anything about the war for ninety days. That was that was their punishment. Well, this pissed off the uh, owner of the newspaper, Patrick Suncheon, and uh, I'm, I'm sure his daughter uh, Nikki, she's thirty years old. And as the Hollywood Reporter writes, and we've talked about this, she's apparently appointed herself the unofficial ombudsman of the paper, a publicly criticizing journalists when their politics don't fall in line with their own progressive thinking. Now, Nika uh, has uh, pinned a picture of the Palestinian flag on her Twitter feed. And she instructs journalists to refer to Israel as an apartheid state. She also follows and frequently likes the Quds News Network. Q-U-D-S, that how you say that? Quds, it's a news agency uh, suspected of being affiliated with Hamas. So she wants to follow the policies of the Hamas-approved news agency, Quds. Um, and a lot of people think that the coverage of the war has become more hostile since Nika, the daughter, has been uh, issuing her, Grand opinions. For example, two days after the Hamas attack, and again, 1,200 men, women, and children killed, the Times illustrated its front page story on the assault with a photo of an injured Palestinian child, which got a lot of people angry. One Times reporter tried to debunk reports that Hamas fighters had committed rape and other atrocities during uh, the attack. So a pro-Israel group sent a billboard truck to the Times offices, which circled the building playing videotape testimony from the survivors. Yikes. Also in this story is really some humorous nuggets as the Times tries to be super woke. Um, they've been trying to broaden their appeal to Latinos. They have a new Latinx Files newsletter. Um, sorry, a Latinx Files newsletter. Now, only 3% of Latinos use the term Latinx. Um, they look at themselves as Latinos or Latinas, depending on their whether they're male or female. Uh, there's also a new De Los section online. And they're trying to lure younger readers. <laughs> so the LA Times has an Instagram feed featuring a sheep puppet delivering commentary On fires and floods. Has anyone seen the sheep puppet? This is what they're putting their money into. The L.A. Is that what appeals to uh, Gen Zers? They'll follow the news if a sheep puppet. Is giving them the report. Eric, have you seen the sheep puppet? Do you follow this? No, I haven't seen. You haven't seen the sheep puppet. All right. Um. And as the reporter puts out, this is not a really good uh, mix with the uh, core audience of the Times, which still is older, more affluent, frequently Jewish Westsiders. Um, (laughs) But it's not just Jewish readers. The Times has been alienating, upsetting. Um, The old editor was Norman Pearlstein. He used to run the Time Magazine and the Wall Street Journal. And uh, Nika, the daughter, got on his case, too. Uh, during the uh, BLM protests and the riots in L.A., he was call. She was calling out writers and clashing with the with the editors over the use of the term looting in the headlines. <laughs> you remember I mentioned the 88 businesses that uh, burned, and uh, after they were their windows were smashed and their stores were burned. Frequently, uh, their their products were stolen. This is known as looting. Very common term. It's been around forever. Uh, Well, uh, Nika wanted to ban the word looting from the L.A. Times. And then she got upset because they did run an item on smash and grab robberies that were hitting the department stores. And claimed that just by covering the crimes, the Times was doing the bidding of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. So you weren't supposed to describe the thieves as looters. And you weren't supposed to report on the thefts at all. And I don't know uh, if the owner's daughter is yelling at you on Twitter publicly to stop covering the thefts. Do you not cover the thefts? How many? How many of those crime stories did they not cover? See that that's 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 the uh, flip side of the bias is you don't know what they're not covering. Apparently. Um, Her mother, Michelle, uh, also had trouble with the uh, with the paper, Um, the food section. She was trying to get her husband to build kitchens at the Times to test recipes for the paper's cooking section. Um, More recently, according to the reporter, Michelle has been pushing her husband to sell the newspaper, seeing it as a gigantic money suck. She was on a Zoom conference in 2021 with the Black Caucus, and she said She broke down in tears, complaining that the family had to write a million-dollar check every week to keep the paper afloat. (laughs) Because, again, they lost $50 million last year, the year before that. So, yeah, that that comes out to about a million a week. I guess that's just to make payroll. Not to mention uh, about $500 uh, billion he spent to buy the thing uh and and they, they they totaled it up in one of these stories that he's probably in for over a billion and the thing is not going to be worth a dollar uh, in fact there's precedent for this newsweek you remember newsweek used to be one of the premier news magazines in this country uh eventually they were sold for a dollar and i think the new owner had to take on some of the pension debts or other debt but it, it was a dollar cash and now it's the name is still there but it's some riffraff news site. So it's not even 1% of the old Newsweek. It just has that name. It's like they brought they bought the name and nothing else. And because uh, it's a good name, Newsweek. So that's the state of the El Segundo Times. And they want George Gascon to
2: be reelected. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640
3: you want to be listening right after 2 o'clock, we got Tammy Nobles coming on. We discussed this story last week with her attorney, Brian Claypool, who's based here in the uh, Los Angeles area. Tammy is the mother of a 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton. Kayla was murdered by an illegal alien MS-13 gang member from El Salvador. She has filed a $100 million lawsuit against the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Health and Human Services for letting this illegal alien into the country without confirming that he was an MS-13 gang member and he had a tattoo, which might have given a clue had uh, our border agents looked, which is what they're supposed to do. So uh, she is testifying... For that impeachment inquiry into the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas. We'll have Tammy Nobles coming on. Very, very sad story and completely preventable if we had a a functioning government. We're talking about all the crazy crime that the LA Times apparently has not seen. In Oakland, they've got the same problem. And now the only in and out in Oakland is closing for good. You're going to hear why from Da Lin from CBS News Bay Area. Dozens of cars inching along the drive
0: through line, and plenty more people inside the dining room, including loyal customer Jan Bundy. First time I taste one of their burgers, I was like, oh my god. The lifelong East Oakland resident comes at least twice a week. He's well aware of the car break-ins in the parking lot. There are warning signs in front of In-N-Out and throughout the lot. He witnessed thieves breaking into a car next to him.
2: They have, you know, weapons. So you don't want to run up and be no hero.
0: Less than two months ago, it happened to his truck when he ate inside.
2: They was trying to steal my vehicle, but I had a kill switch on it, they didn't know about. So they couldn't get the vehicle, but they took all my belongings out.
0: The damage cost him about $500. Now his partner stays in the truck while he orders inside. That's why he's not surprised. In and Out is shutting down the Oakland location. It's really a sad moment. Definitely frustrated. Definitely frustrated, you know, because if it's not In and Out, it's going to be something else tomorrow.
2: These are people's jobs, you know and it's essential to have jobs so we can spend money, you know, in the community. The San Francisco
0: Chronicle reports since 2019 police have recorded over 1300 incidents in and around the fast food restaurant more than any other location in Oakland. Most of the reported incidents were car break-ins targeting visitors coming through Oakland Airport. Employees tell me they've seen armed robberies of customers as well.
2: It's terrifying because like it also puts us in danger.
0: This in and out worker says thieves stay Away when officers patrol the lot, but they're only here for a few hours a day.
2: They just look around all the time, and then they see PD leaves for a second, and then that's when they take the chance.
0: In and Out released a statement that reads in part: Despite taking repeated steps to create safer conditions, our customers and associates are regularly victimized by car break-ins, property damage, thefts, and armed robberies. We cannot ask them to visit or work in an unsafe environment. We are in a state of emergency. We are in the state of emergency. Should it have to take a declaration to deliver when we're living this? My district has been in crisis. Councilwoman Treva Reed represents the area. She's been calling on the city council and Mayor shang Tao to provide more police resources, but says she has gotten very little support. The Oakland Airport, the Hagenberger 98th Area Corridor is a gateway into the East Bay, and we have got to invest more and have dedicated regional, statewide collaboration on how we are going to support and strengthen that corridor. Starbucks in the same lot shut down late to last year. Raising canes is doing drive-through only to prevent car break-ins. and out says its last day will be on March 24th.
2: This is the worst it has ever been.
0: The company says the workers here will be given the option to transfer to other nearby in and out restaurants.
3: That is so sad. Their only in and out is closing because of overwhelming crime. Because of criminal justice reform. Because they emptied out the prisons. They won't put anybody in jail. And uh, they have woke prosecutors up in Oakland as well. It's just like L.A. It's the same cult, same weird religious ideology that nobody should be arrested. Nobody should be prosecuted and put away. And so now you had a Starbucks that closed. Now the In-N-Out is closed. And... Uh, the Raising Cane is only accepting drive-thrus. They'll probably close, too. So now, all the good places you want to get some uh, fast food or coffee doesn't exist anymore. Did you hear that statistic? This has to be highlighted. 1,300 crimes near the In-N-Out since not, since 2019. Five years. 1,300 crimes in that one little shopping area there. Thirteen hundred. What the hell? But contrast that with the El Segundo Times endorsement of George Gascon. Oh no, no, they, they, the crime isn't going up, and uh, you know the prosecutors have nothing to do with it. They had their own Gascon up in the in uh, Alameda County. There, there's Gascones all over the place. This is what they bring, and the, the business is just. It's a lot now our statistics. You know, your statistic, my eyes say that In-N-Out is closed. That Starbucks is closed. There's no customers going into Raising Cane's anymore. What was the story the other day from the same neighborhood? They're warning people who stop for gas on the way to the rental car return at Oakland Airport. Don't, don't stop for gas. <laughs> That's what my eyes tell me. Right, let me see those statistics again. All right, we come back. Tammy Nobles, her uh, daughter, Kayla Hamilton, 20 years old, murdered by an illegal alien from El Salvador. Tammy is filing a $100 million lawsuit against the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Health and Human Services because they let this illegal alien into the country without confirming his identity. They would have found out. All they had to do was look at his tattoo. They would have seen he's with... uh, MS-13 gang from El Salvador. Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
4: or complete terms.
1: Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over for law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th.